More stimulating talk radio. MileHighRadio.com And now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, everyone's social media friend, it's Deb Creer. Every week, Deb talks with the movers and shakers, the experts, the best of the best in social media, bringing you all of the latest tips, techniques, and trends for successfully using social media. In social media, there's only one constant, Deb Creer. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being my friend. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I am so excited today, or maybe I should be Valley Girl. I am so excited today to bring a guest back that we have had on before because she had so many great tips about how to network both online and offline. And so welcome back, please, to Andrea Nuremberg. Thank you, Deb. It's great to be here. How are you? Oh, not bad, not bad. It's a little bit nippy here in Atlanta today, and we actually have some thunderstorms and things going through. So just a little technical note, if all of a sudden I disappear, it's because I've lost my connection. So, Andrea, keep going, and I'll call back in. Um, you know, it's it's okay. always <laughs> funny when we've got funky weather that, that goes on. And, of course, they have cold and snow in Denver, so I shouldn't complain too much. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I'm in Florida now. Oh, you know, and, and it's funny, I saw a map today that Florida is supposed to be the only spot in the United States that is pretty warm, so we are all jealous. <laughs> okay, yeah. I went out on my morning walk this morning, and I thought about that, all my friends in, in the rest of the country. But it's oh. okay, we're all warm at heart. I know, I know. And we're going to get everybody warmed up for holiday networking. That's what we want to talk about today. And so before we go on, let me tell folks just a little bit about you. Andrea Nuremberg is the founder of the Nuremberg Consulting Group, and she has been helping professionals improve their communication and strategic networking skills to find, grow, and keep their businesses for over 25 years. As an executive and intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker, Andrea addresses audiences and leads workshops in the specific topics of consultative sales, client relations, networking to build business, presentation skills, executive presence, and she is the author of seven books on strategic networking. So again, Andrea, welcome back. Thank you so much, Deb. Like I said, it's a real pleasure to be with you. I love your enthusiasm, too. It's great. Well, you know, that's part of how we keep warm. We just you. Like you. Yeah, we, we get enthusiastic and, and we go and... I'm enthusiastic about talking about how we network at holiday parties. And that's why we wanted to have you back on now, because it is that time of year. I think I have my first uh, networking uh, event tomorrow that is really geared towards Good. the holidays. They're talking about Santa being there, all these things. And, you know, I, I it, there's two things that I really want to talk about, and that's the business parties that we attend that are are related to us. And then there's the flip side. There's the events that we attend where we're a guest. Um, and exactly. I think a lot of times what happens is we assume it's a holiday party 
And so we're not supposed to network. So why, let's just jump right into this, why do we still need to be networking at these events? Well, first of all, if we look at networking as really an opportunity to get to know people and be curious and just learn about them, it takes off the old-fashioned uh, prejudice, if you will, or what right. people conjure up in their mind. They always think that networking is always about getting something and working. And I always mm-hmm. say, and I know you know this from my last time, it's about giving. It's about right being a resource. It's about being curious. So what an opportunity during the holidays when we have so many parties to go and we're meeting and reconnecting with folks just to learn and be there and be present and learn so much information and you Mm -hmm. never know. Right. And it really is not about just going and handing out your business cards. And that's what networking should never be about. Um, you know, and, and, but that is one of the tips and, and it's great. You provided me with this great tip sheet the last time that you were on my program. And one of the things you remind is no matter what, always have business cards with you. Um, you know, and, and I think that's a fabulous tip because, you know, I went to an event last week where somebody got there and said, Oh, I don't have any business cards. Really? Why are you there? (laughs) And you know what, Deb, it's so interesting because I was just speaking at a college the other day and I was talking to the students and I said, do you all have cards? And they said, well, we don't work yet. And I said, Mm -hmm. but you you still can get a card made up. It's almost like a calling card. You have your degree, what your level of interest is. And if people Mm -hmm. who are in between jobs, you can just have your cell phone, your email, because somebody might want to get in touch with you. And it's not that you're just going to give them out, but if somebody says, may I have your card, you have one. You're prepared. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, there's there's a variety of places where you can get free and very inexpensive business cards. And so there's really no excuse to not have them. But but you really hit the nail on the head with the fact that some people think, well, because they're not currently employed, they shouldn't have a business card. And, you know, my philosophy is even if you're currently employed, you should still have a personal business card because, you know, who you're meeting, it might not pertain to that business. Um, and so you might still want to make sure that you're exchanging your personal email and your cell phone and, and things like that. Absolutely. I can't agree with you more, 100%. Well, and for people who are in the job market, you know, we're not carrying around our resume. You know, there are no. some people who do that. That's always kind of a little entertaining when yeah. you're somewhere and they hand you a resume. But, you know, it's it's a great way to, to quickly give your information. And, of course, I always say to have your LinkedIn profile on it, too. Um, you know, so that way you, you've got that. Um, but it's also you can give your business cards to other people to hand out on your behalf. You know, you never know when somebody you're connected with might be able to, to uh, do a, a link for you. You're so right. I mean, recently I did a program on strategic introductions, and as you mm-hmm. and I both know, that means that the person gets actively involved in the introduction. What a mm-hmm. wonderful opportunity. You go to a party, you see somebody, they say, you know what, Deb, could I just get your card? I want to be able to pass it along to a friend mm-hmm. or a colleague that I think you should talk to. Perfect. Right. right? Well, and give them yes. a couple, you know, because you want them to keep it yes. and be able to hand it on. Yes. Absolutely right. And then to even be better, what I always do, and again, because you, as people sometimes lose things or they, you know, what happens, you get home and you, you take your things out of your pocket, mm-hmm. I will always send a handwritten note afterwards. It was so great to see you at that event or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, as we discussed, here are a couple more of my cards. You would mention that you'd like to pass one on mm-hmm. to a friend. So always have that sort of a backup plan. 
Right. Well, and in that note, you know, and, and hopefully you can do it as a handwritten note. Sometimes you don't always yeah. have a, a, an address, but you should always follow up, you know, with, with, uh, being able to contact them, but remind them a little bit of, you know, what you talked about and, you know, maybe say, Hey, you mentioned that you had a contact or two that you wanted to give my information to. Exactly. And you know what? I agree with that so much. And this is the holiday season. It's a perfect time to send holiday cards. And a wonderful mm-hmm. follow-up is to send a holiday card. And I say even if you can't, don't have the person's address, today with the Internet, we have mm-hmm. all sorts of ways of finding out people's address. Right. You know, and it, which it, that, that does make it a little bit scary sometimes. But you know, the, the nice thing is you can even ask them. You know, I've, I've had people who've yeah. done that and they've said, Hey, I'd like to send you a card. What's your address? Then I'm more than happy Absolutely. to provide it to them. Um, Absolutely you and, right. And you're 100% right. You're not going to stalk the person. I'm just saying that if somebody said they're at such and such organization and, you know, and I remember that I always write it down and then I would call the company of the organization I would mm-hmm. just see. And then I might say, is Deb Cryer in this particular office? Mm-hmm. And I've gotten so many notes from people saying, thank you so much for being so resourceful. Right. Well, and we don't get handwritten, you know, and, and so it's impressive when, when you do. I know. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of that because you're mm-hmm. 100% right. The post office is alive and well. This is their busy season, as we know, mm-hmm. and yet people did it all the time, but it, especially during the holidays, it's a perfect time to mm-hmm. go back, pull out pen and paper, go to get those nice cards at the store, and actually write people some notes, handwritten. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and one of the things that you mentioned right when we started is this is the time to be helpful. So maybe you have an article that you need to send to them, you know, that that pertains to something they were talking about or a connection that you have. You know, since we're at a holiday party, we're not carrying, you know, 900 other people's business cards. So maybe you can use that as a time to say, here's, you know, here's my great connection, Andrea, and I want to introduce the two of you. Absolutely. I always, you will say, what's the best way to do that? What's your preferred mm-hmm. method of communication? And get as much, you know, I always go back, especially at the holidays, but anytime you're meeting people, if you can learn something from them when you're just talking, so you really have to listen, connect with them, give something to them, a piece of advice, a thought, a suggestion, or like you said, which is wonderful, I just read an article based on what you're talking about, or if there's somebody you might want to talk to or meet, what would be the best way to follow up? And do that so you learn something, you give something, you take something away from the conversation, you thank them, of course, and then you find a way to follow up. It's almost mm-hmm. like a four, like four or five-step process, but it's simple. Right. Right. Well, and it pays off, you know, and, and that's the whole point of this is just because you're at a holiday event, it doesn't mean that you're not still subtly, you know, and we want to emphasize the fact that you're not there with the flashing neon sign saying, buy from me, buy from me. It, it's a way to gently remind people, you know, how you know each other and, and to get information because when we are at these events, there usually are people you've never met or haven't seen in quite a long time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it almost goes back to the sheet I had sent you, know, the, the tip sheet or what mm-hmm. you do before, during, and after any event. Mm-hmm. And I was just giving a presentation about that, and I said to the people in the room, modify this and use this also when you go to holiday parties. It's the same right. thing whether you're going to business parties or to even someone's home. You know, mm-hmm. in advance, just check in with your host and be as prepared as possible. See who might be there. So, you know, kind of connect with them in advance. Mm-hmm. It's one, see how you can be of help. What can I bring? What can I do to help out when I get there? 
something like mm-hmm. that. People even will say usually, oh, no, please just come and enjoy yourself. They do appreciate, though, that you asked. Mm-hmm. Right. And and again, it doesn't matter if you're in someone's home or if you're going to an event. Um, you know, I mentioned the, the event tomorrow where Santa's going to be there. So maybe a good thing yeah. to do would be to ask, do you need help in, in coordinating the photos, you know, and, and things like that? Because then you're going to get to meet people standing in line. Absolutely, which is a great point that you just brought up about sometimes when people say, well, what can I do to even maximize my visibility sometimes at these parties? Offer to be the greeter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Offer to help anything like that. I mean, I find that some of the events that I'm going to now in a new community, I even said I'd love to uh, meet new people and uh, could I be a greeter even at the, And people are like, thank you, we need that. So mm-hmm. it's wonderful. You, you have an instant communication right there. You can talk to somebody, say hello. You know, and when you're prepared with open-ended questions, you know, what are you doing for the holidays? Tell me about, you know, you, people love to talk about themselves. So perfect mm-hmm. opportunity to talk more, just to listen. Right. And I think that is probably the most critical point of all of this is you have to listen. And and it gets difficult at holiday parties because there's usually a lot going on. You know, sometimes there's music, there's, you know, people coming and going. How do you focus on really being that active listener to, to make sure that you're paying attention to the person and that they know you're paying attention to them? Oh, that's great. That's a wonderful question. I love that one because it's all about also portraying your own physical executive presence, if you think about that. And that's Mm -hmm. the signals that we send out to people. So that means that when I'm talking to you at a party or say you and someone else, say I I join the two of you and there's two of make sure that you really focus and connect on only that person or those two people in the room. It's like Mm -hmm. everyone else is not there. You really are focused. You have eye contact. You nod, you agree, you really listen. If you don't hear something or understand something, you say, please uh, tell me more about that, or I, I didn't understand exactly. Or, like, I'll ask people when I'm meeting them sometime, you know, tell me, how do you pronounce your name again? How do you spell mm-hmm. your name? And people will ask sometimes, and I'll say, well, you know, people spell their names so many, so many different ways. Like, I met a woman last week named Rebecca, and she said, you know, my name is spelled unusually. It's got a K in it instead of two Cs. Mm-hmm. Perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, again, focus, focus, focus. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the big challenge, whether it's at a party or a holiday party or anything. If people would just listen, focus, and be present, Mm -hmm. it would be amazing. Right. Well, and we're not talking about staring at them to the point of making them uncomfortable. But, you know, it, it is about really just making sure that you are making eye contact. And, of course, there are some people who aren't comfortable with doing that. So, you know, that's okay. But don't be gazing off and looking like you're you're wanting an escape. No, and, you know, something interesting uh, that I've been doing some research on, there's a couple of exercises that we can actually kind of prepare in advance before we go to something if we're uncomfortable with eye contact. It's almost like that when you greet someone, you're connecting with an old friend. And if we think about that, mm. the way we would we'd greet an old friend, our eyes would light up and mm-hmm. you know, we'd have a smile across our face. And it's almost like putting that into our mindset the same way as something else that I had researched is, again, forming what they call sticky eyes with your con- with your connection. Mm. Feel that you're almost glued to that person like mm-hmm. Kathy. Now, I know mm-hmm. some people might say, oh, please. But you know what? It's all up in our head. And mm-hmm. we all have things that maybe sometimes are a little challenging, but again, looking at someone in the eye or sometimes focus on what they call the third eye, which is like the right above the eye. 
Okay. Uh, in between, the, and, and again, I find that to be even more challenging. I, I prefer to look people in the eye. The other great thing to do is think about this. When you're looking someone in the eye, you cannot look at them in both eyes at the same time. It's impossible. You go cross-eyed, oh. look at one eye, which is what we normally do. We always look oh, at one okay. eye. But then mm-hmm. during the conversation, switch to the other eye. Oh, okay. I now, like I that. I do this a lot. You know, mm-hmm. And i got to tell you, Deb, I actually have people do this sometime in a workshop and they laugh. I said it's very, very subtle. But you're mm-hmm. looking at someone and you're, like, saying, looking in their right eye. Mm -hmm. You're connecting, and then you look away for a minute, and you come back, you look in the left eye. I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. they won't know the difference. It'll make you feel more comfortable, Mm -hmm. and it works. Now, it takes a little while to do this, but it's it's great. It's a great Mm -hmm. technique and tool. Well, and I think one of the important things is is really to have that smile, and that smile that's that's in your eyes, because, you know, if you're... And I'm not quite sure how to put this. If you're smiling with your eyes, you're not staring at them. Um, you know, and, and maybe exactly. it's something to practice in the mirror. <laughs> it is. No, no. And here's another example. First of all, just what we were talking about, creating that, um, connecting with an old friend, and actually call it like a flooding smile. It warms up your face because mm-hmm. a couple of things. You don't want to come across like they do on the red carpet where they flash those smiles. Those look phony. We want mm-hmm. kind that are genuine and warm. Another mm-hmm. thing to do is to take a pen or pencil before you go to the party or event and mm-hmm. put it in your mouth. Don't bite down. I don't want to pay for anyone's dental bills. <laughs> but just try to just see what happens. A smile comes over your face when you do this. Mm-hmm. You cannot frown. So it's almost like do this, almost these little tips before mm-hmm. you walk in. And there's been so much research done on the power of a smile that when you walk into a room, a meeting, a party, anywhere you go, if you smile genuinely and authentically, a couple of things happen. You become more approachable, mm-hmm. you appear more confident, more attractive, and brighter. Right. It's well, and it, it is. And, and, you know, we, we all recognize that when we walk into a room. You know, if you walk in and there's, say, eight people who are on a, you know, varying degrees of seriousness. You know, some might be frowning, some might, <coughs> excuse me, not even be wanting to make eye contact. You're thinking, ugh. <laughs> but the one person or the two people who are smiling, you walk up to them. You know, it's it's just kind of that open invitation yeah. of, hey, I'd like to speak with you. Exactly. Absolutely right. Exactly. That's the whole thing. And that whole open approach, being cure. I also have this little... um button that I have it says be curious and which is great because like before I go anywhere I say who am I going to like connect with or learn something about tonight Mm -hmm. and just learn and be curious and be open-minded and it really takes away a lot of what we said even earlier that whole feeling of quote I'm networking right just there to connect and meet people and Mm -hmm. just learn about them I know you know and and it is all about being prepared before you go, and you need to do that yes. no matter what um you know whether it's an event that you attend every week um you know or something where it is just a, a once a year event, you'll really think about what you're there to do and and why you're going and and those connections you want to make exactly, and that's to be prepared and that whole kind of thing, and that's why I mean there's so many opportunities to do these mm-hmm. things, and we can do our homework and research as you and I both know. And you're the, the pro on everything social media, on anything we can do on the Internet before just to prepare ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
Great. Okay, well, I just had a conversation, and I know you know this. I, I just had a conversation on the phone with somebody earlier who had contacted me about a project. And as soon as we spoke on the phone, I knew something about him. And he's like, wow. He said, I'm so impressed that you took the time to look me up. You know, mm-hmm. even though we, we know today that that's almost, of course you would, that's common sense. It's mm-hmm. not always common practice. Right. Well, and I always tell people where I found that information, you know, and, and yes. so I might say, hey, I saw on your LinkedIn profile that you went to, you know, X university. Otherwise, we do kind of come across as a bit like a stalker. But, you know, no. it's, yes. and, and, you know, I've had people who've come up to me and kind of launched into the, hey, I read all about you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Um, So, you know, give them that little, you know, that little piece of information so they know that, A, you did do your research, and B, it was appropriate research. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, Exactly right. Well, amazingly enough, we are already at the point for our first break. You know, you have such great information that time just flies. And so when we come back, I want to talk about those get to know you questions. You know, especially if you're attending events where maybe you're the spouse or the guest and you're talking to other spouses and guests, you know, and, and, you know, what on earth do you say to people who you've never met and you may never see again? But, you know, how do you break that ice with them? So I am Deb Creer talking networking tips about the holidays with Andrea Nuremberg on Mile High Radio. And we will be back in just a moment. Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant Nothing says, I love you, more than milehighradio.com Project Recycle is a program of 3T Ministry. They are a Christ-centered, family-focused, and mainly run by volunteers organization that promotes health and wellness by making bicycles available to people in need, providing individuals with a healthier lifestyle. For more information on Project Recycle and how you can be a part of their team, please go to the 3T Ministry website by clicking on their link on the nonprofit page right here on milehighradio.com. Donate a used bike or spend time helping them refurbish and distribute the bikes they have. This is a great organization that can use your support. Contact them today at 3T ministry.org Hi, Chris here from Yambana Gluten-Free Bakery. Do you get gas, bloating, cramping, or worse when you eat items with wheat, barley, or rye? You may be dealing with celiac, gluten intolerance, or a gluten allergy. Experts estimate that up to 40% of us need to avoid gluten. At Yambana, we bake the best-tasting gluten-free items hands down. For two years, I've been perfecting our recipes to be tasty and moist instead of dry and crumbly. We use nothing artificial, and we ELISA test our products to be sure they're truly gluten-free. So no matter if you're a super-sensitive celiac or someone who feels better staying away from gluten, stop tooting your gluten and visit our online store today. Go to yumbanashop.com. That's Y-U-M-B-A-N-A. S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. We ship worldwide, and if you live in the Castle Rock area of Colorado, delivery is free. Save 10% when you enter the coupon code MILEHIGHRADIO. YumbanaShop.com. Yep, here's your problem. You haven't been listening to MileHighRadio.com.
We're back for more fun and inspiration with social media expert Deb Creer and her fabulous guest. And we are back, and I do have a fabulous guest, Andrea Nuremberg, and we are talking all about networking at social events um, that are more holiday parties at the, this time of year as opposed to a strictly business event. But before we go any further, Andrea, tell people how they find you online and get your information. My, informa- my website is the best. It's at nuremberggroup.com. And I also have a month, a weekly networking nugget that I send out, and I'm happy to send that to anyone if they want to just sign in. It's free and just, uh, you know, it's, it's every week. It's just a, a little tidbit, very, very simple and basic. Perfect, perfect. You know, and, and it's funny because a lot of us do attend quite a bit of networking events, or there are those people who go only when absolutely forced. But, you know, and, you know, and, and sometimes the holiday parties feel like the absolutely forced ones because you're going as yeah. the guest of someone who attends regularly. So you, you've got kind of this odd mix of people of the half the group knows everybody there. And the other half the group has never laid eyes on each other. So how do you network at events like that? You know, and, and kind of what questions should you have to break the ice with those people? Right, because, you know, it's a wonderful opportunity because, again, like you said, sometimes we go and we're forced. And so, you know, you're, you're going with somebody. And if you're sometimes with the person you're with, whether it's a spouse, a partner, a friend, you can, you know, connect with them and you might say, uh, you know, you might introduce yourself and say, hi, I'm a friend of so-and-so or I'm so-and-so's wife or whatever. You know, tell me what brought you here. Are you a friend of, of so-and-so or how did you get here? You know, again, just be open about that and approach people. You know, there's always those opportunities. People are always congregating by uh, where the food is served, the hors d'oeuvres or the mm-hmm. drinks or something. And just walk up and, and people love it when you're there. It's a party. Put your hand out. Hi. I couldn't help but notice you have on a magnificent-looking dress. I love that dress. Or mm-hmm. I really admired, I was watching, uh, looking at you before, and I like your watch that you're wearing. Give people a genuine compliment. People mm-hmm. are dressed up very nice, usually at the parties or whatever, and it's a nice way to do that. And sometimes your spouse will be so appreciative also if you're with them because sometimes maybe they forgot somebody's name. Right. Isn't that also that comes up? It's a perfect mm-hmm. thing to say hi. I'm so with always I will always do that by the way, no matter where I am. One of the things I'll do is even if I see somebody and I know that they had met me before but they're struggling because they can't remember my name, I will just say, Hi, Andrea Nirenberg, great to see you again and usually mm-hmm. the other person will say what their name is, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Now, you know, you know, those crazy times where and I I I know people laugh at this, but very often if somebody if you if you walk up to somebody and they know your name but you don't know their name, that happens. It's all happened to us, right, in mm-hmm. the past. I will say, you know, it's so wonderful to see you again. For, uh, refresh my memory. Please tell me your name again. Nobody mm-hmm. is ever going to say yes what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. what happens is that they'll, they'll tell you the name, but when people say, oh, I, I didn't remember your name or I apologize or whatever, just leave that out. Just refresh my memory. Please tell me your name again. It's so great mm-hmm. to see you. Or ask people, what are you doing for the holidays? What about, what, you know, what brings you, like I said, what brings you to the, the, uh, to this party or event? Things like that that are open-ended, what I call high-gain types of questions. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 
you know, that, of course, the tricky thing with a lot of holiday parties is we don't have name tags on, you know, and, and I always tell people, you know, I, there are times where I wouldn't remember my own name if I didn't have a name tag on, but I have my husband kind of trained where if we go up to somebody and I don't immediately say, hi, Andrea, this is my husband, Tom, he knows I don't remember right. the person's name. And so then he will say, hi, I'm Tom. And, you know, 99.9% of the time, they will give, you know, give their name back. And so that, that kind of helps to kind of prep the person you're with to say, you know, if I don't immediately introduce you, please use that opportunity. And I've, I've actually only ever had it backfire once where the person said, you don't remember who I am, do you? And I thought, okay, this, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, you know, and, and, but, you know, the, as you mentioned too, there's so many opportunities at a holiday party to open that conversation. You know, maybe it's a, a gentleman who has a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer tie on. And you can say, exactly. you know, that's that's a pretty cute little tie. Where did you get it? And, you know, exactly. maybe you know, maybe then he's going to talk about his children. And then that can, can go on. And, and the point is you're not talking business. You know, it's not, hey, no. you wore a Rudolph tie to this party. You know, it's... <laughs> You know, because you don't want to put them on the spot. So it's it's a way to kind yeah. of just open that conversation. Which is another great point because it is festive. It's a party. People are enjoying mm-hmm. themselves. And yet we as the person going always want to know that you're still being observed mm-hmm. and watched by people. And you want to make sure that you conduct yourself in a, in a wonderful manner. We've all heard horror stories about people who've gone to any kind of an event, party, whether whether it's business or a social one and maybe had a little bit too much either to drink or to uh eat, or they just didn't behave themselves Mm -hmm. in a way that would be the most professional. And people remember that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Even being too loud. Even being too loud. Right. You know, I definitely remember events that I have been to and the people who got a little tipsy, um, you know, and, and, and it's funny because I will, you know, whether I am the guest or whether it's the, you know, the a business specific event that I'm attending, I will never have more than a glass of wine, um, you know, and, and because I don't ever want to be the giggly person or, uh, you know, some things like that. So, and it's easy enough just to walk around with a glass of water or a soda or something like that. You know, this is, even though it's a holiday party, it's not the let's get drunk time. Exactly. And you're so right about that. I'm, I'm with you 100%. And also another thing to do is to hold your glass in your left hand so that you have your right hand free to shake hands with people mm-hmm. and so they don't get that cold, ice, frigid pan from, yes. you know, the, the whatever you were holding before, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also not a place, you know, this people always say, really? I said, but it's not a place to go there and just eat. You know, oh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. wonderful to see all the de- delicious, festive foods that they have out. But just remember that it's not the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just, you just, again, you're always on mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Right. Which makes well, it also... But you're so. It's mostly about there being to connect and, and be with people and meet them and learn about them and just being open. Mm-hmm. And an easy trick, especially if it's just something where it's hors d'oeuvres. Now it's, it is different if you're going and it's a full meal, but eat something right before you go, so that way you're not the first person in line at the the buffet line and and things like that. Um, you know, there's just right. simple little trips, tips, and techniques to do, so that you are always you know you're the person that is remembered as being the professional person as opposed to the oh dear she's here again person. Yes, we've seen those, right? Or people mm-hmm. who say, so-and-so only, only comes around, we have our annual holiday party, 
And here's another thing. Make sure that you go up to your host. If it's a personal one or anything, say, you know, it's so nice. It's been wonderful. I had such a nice time talking to Mm -hmm. your friend so-and-so and so-and-so or meeting this. You know, you want to do that on the positive. Keep your host or hostess informed. Mm -hmm. They like that. Right. And that goes well whether it's business or personal. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and find those, those people, you know, it's, and it, again, it may be an opportunity to offer to help to say, Hey, you know, is, I, is there something that I could do? You know, we mentioned that already, that that's a great way to kind of break that ice with them. And you know, more than likely they're going to say no, but even if they say yes, yes they're going to appreciate it. Exactly. Exactly right. And then sometimes people have the question, Okay, I've spoken to you for a few minutes, and we've connected, and it's been so nice. And then you know, you kind of get into that awkwardness now. You want to kind of go off and talk to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect opportunity just to close the loop. You know, it was so good to see you again. Enjoy the holidays, and you know, based on our, dis- our discussion, I would love it if we could get together in the new year for a cup of coffee or follow up from this or whatever. What's your what would be the best way to do that? Mm-hmm. And then well, just and-, leave and move on. You just brought up something that is is so critical that I think we're all challenged with is the how do you escape type of of statements. You know, whether it's, you know, sometimes it is that the person is a little bit too tipsy or, you know, there's just really nothing more you have to say to them, you know, things like that. So how do you politely escape from those conversations? It's, you know, and basically just, I've always done it this way, just, you just closed the conversation. It's been wonderful speaking to you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can actually say that my time's already been well spent at this party, just being able to connect with you and see you again. Have a good rest of the time here. And then walk. You can do mm-hmm. that. People know that. It's okay to leave somebody alone if you've wrapped up the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not okay if you just sort of stare into space and then walk away, which we've all seen somebody. Or when people say, oh, I see a friend of mine. I have to go talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's better just to close the conversation or to sometimes say, you know what, I'm going to go get a drink and walk over. What, what You want to walk over to the bar, and then you might just say, oh, so-and-so, this is uh, so-and-so, and, put, mm-hmm. and introduce them and then move on or something like right. that. Um, but we've all been uh, left. And that's okay because at parties, people are supposed to mingle. Mm-hmm. And connect right. with others, so nobody gets insulted. I don't mm-hmm. think anymore. It just happened to all of us. But that's why I'm saying, but always have that that preparation ready to be able to say, like, it's so nice to see you. And some people were, or it was really nice to meet you and talk with you. Enjoy the holidays. It's really mm-hmm. been nice speaking to you. And then move on. You don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not going to follow up with that particular person. So don't say, I'll send you an email or I'll catch up with you. No. Just it was great talking to you. Enjoy the rest of the time. Or mm-hmm. if somebody says. Uh, that they're looking for something, you say, um, "Let me make sure. Let me make sure we have our contact information. If anything like that comes across my desk, or if there's somebody I think that you could meet or could benefit, I'll be sure to reach out to you." And mm-hmm. that way, you're saying yes, not when. Right, right. You know, and and but it is important that if there was something that you needed to follow up with, to follow up with them. And and what's your kind of rule of thumb as to when and how quickly you should follow up? Well, based on that, I always say I think you should follow up between 24 and 48 hours just to send a thank you. Now, mm-hmm. again, you, you know, some people will send, and especially if you're meeting them at these different parties, remember people have so many things to go to, but mm-hmm. I always say this is where it's perfect to, to send an actual a handwritten card or mm-hmm. holiday card. It was so great catching up and things like that. You know, we're all email 
be oriented in this world and to also just shoot us a short email it, mm-hmm. and that will be many people's preference it was wonderful just meeting you and catching up with you or reconnecting with you as we discussed you know in a few weeks i'll reach out to you to set up time to get together for coffee or something to talk mm-hmm. more about something else so just right. say thank you 24 to 48 hours i always say mm-hmm well, and you know, we've we've talked about the fact that a lot of times there's a good portion of people at these events that you don't know, and so yeah. you know, how do you you know we've we've kind of done the the general questions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and maybe you you do want to get to know a little bit more about them. How is it appropriate, or you know, is it appropriate to say? You know, hi, I'm Deb, and here's what I do, without kind of coming across as the I'm here just to network type of person. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I I would always first say before I would say hi, I'm Andrea. Before I would say what I do, I'd say tell me about you. You know, because mm-hmm. people love to talk about themselves. So, right. or I might just say I work at or I'm at this. Tell me about mm-hmm. you. You know, so almost have your headline, if you will, your mm-hmm. intro, if you will, almost so short that it's like almost between seven and 12 words fast. Mm-hmm. It's almost a headline. Tell right. me what you do or tell me about you. And then they'll start talking. And then you can certainly insert in, oh, that's interesting. That reminds me of a project that we got involved with or something I've done in my in my work. They want to talk about themselves. That's what mm-hmm. people love to talk about. And it's a perfect idea if you're really there to learn about people, you'll learn. Mm-hmm. And then you can ask questions based on what you heard. Right. And if you have a, a list of people in advance, say somebody that you get to meet at an event or a party, is somebody that you knew that was going to be there and that you got the opportunity to uh, connect with, you know, you can do some homework in advance. I mean, it's mm-hmm. perfectly okay. And I'm just saying, you know, their whole bio. But, you know, um, didn't you work at or don't you work at or don't, aren't you at that whatever? Mm-hmm. Or I read one of your books or something like that. People are usually flattered by those things. Mm-hmm. Well, and speaking of homework, you know, if you're going as the guest, Ask the person who's taking you some of those questions, um, you know, and, and because they might easily say, oh, hey, you know, I want to make sure to introduce you to so-and-so's wife or, you know, this person's guest because da-da-da-da-da, um, you know, and, and don't just, just go as, as the third wheel. No, absolutely. And somebody says, I want to introduce you that say, tell me in advance uh, what, what do I need to know or what is he or she like or whatever, and then get their name and actually do a little homework. I mean, so you mm-hmm. at least are prepared when you do get to meet that person. So you're right. 100% correct. You know, and take it as an opportunity. I mean, it's a wonderful opportunity. Whenever you get that invitation to go with somebody, to be with them, and you're going to be meeting. And then also remember that you're a reflection back on that person. Mm-hmm. So that person may be an employee or may be uh, a good friend of the people that you're going to their event or party. You want to act as everybody would be would in their best behavior, mm-hmm. you know, right? And and people who, yeah, you know, and and that's so important. Is I think sometimes we assume that when we're going as the guest, you know, we're we're a not there to network, which you know we've already talked about. No, you are, but b the you know it's it's their party, so I can have yeah. an extra glass of wine or you know all those various things. And I mean, you know, how many times have we been to an event where it was the the spouse or the guest who is the person you remember and for the wrong reasons? Exactly. And that's what I'm exactly right. So you're going there because that spouse or guest may never see the people that were at that party again. However, mm-hmm. everybody that 
that we'll see the, the, the first person who was invited. You know, the other may work with them or be a friend, and that's always going to be like a boomerang in their mind the next time mm-hmm. they see that person. Right. Exactly right. Like, oh, yeah, I remember so-and-so. His wife was Doug dancing, you know, you know mm-hmm. with the boss, like hanging from the rafters or something. Oh, yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't want to have that reputation. Mm-hmm. And we all know, we all can remember certain things. I mean, I remember once being at a holiday party for a business group, and mm-hmm. one of the women that was there was just, I mean, so inappropriate. And the next week, she was giving a board presentation to members of a specific board that we were all on. And you can mm-hmm. imagine that everyone, as we're watching the presentation, are still thinking about how she conducted herself the prior week. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and yeah, I mean, those, it is like a, like you said, it's a boomerang. You know, those come back and, you know, and the bad part is sometimes they don't even remember, um, you know, especially if it was the yeah. fact that they'd had a, a little bit too much to drink. But, you know, to me, there's plenty of time to have fun and enjoy yourself. And yeah. a business event is still, you know, you want to have fun and you want to enjoy yourself, but you need to, to remember that it is a professional type of, of setting. Exactly right, 100%. And that's the thing. Just if you think of that, and, and like you said, Always be professional. Another thing I always like to say is be brief, be brilliant, be gone. You know, don't spend mm-hmm. too much time with any one person, but just make a, be memorable, you know, and just be yourself, but be on your best. Be thinking, you know, I'm here to have fun and learn and just, you never know what kind of opportunities might present themselves. And that's mm-hmm. usually the great thing about life. Just don't know as long as you're prepared. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we're going to go ahead and, and take another break. And when we come back, let's talk about one of the tips that you, you have, and that's to take the initiative. And I'm going to put a challenge out to everybody who's listening um, when we talk about the, the take the initiative thing. And so when we come back, let's talk about that and, and really how to make sure that, you know, maybe if you're not the host, that you're still making sure that people are enjoying themselves and, you know, not being the, the poor person who's not introduced to anybody. Um, so I am Deb Creer. And I'm having a great time talking with Andrea Nuremberg on Mile High Radio about holiday networking. And we will be back in just a moment. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. MileHighRadio.com. Just what the doctor ordered. Not quite seven years of age, Aaliyah had developed a fever that wouldn't go away, along with an arm pain that caused too many tears. A late night trip to the ER revealed the news that no parent wants to hear. Aaliyah had cancer. Leukemia. Her two-year treatment plan turned into five and a half years of chemo, oral and IV meds, appointments, ER visits, days, weeks, and months in the hospital, infections, side effects, multiple surgeries, a bone marrow transplant, and much more. Even though Aaliyah never gave up her battle, God realized that it was an unfair fight. On July 9, 2010, the cancer died, and Aaliyah went to heaven. We've all been touched by cancer one way or another, but cancer should never be allowed to touch our children. None of us can do everything, but all of us can do something. Together, we can fight to eradicate childhood cancers. Please support Aim to Cure in their effort to eliminate childhood cancer. Click on their logo on our website and give what you can. Aim to Cure has no overhead costs. 
so all money goes to research and public awareness programs. Please give today so that other children will have a tomorrow. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-620-2090. That's 1-800-620-2090. Again, 1-800-620-2090. Call now. Great shows, great music. MileHighRadio.com. What are you listening to? And now, we're back for more fun and inspiration with social media expert Deb Creer and her fabulous guest. Holy cow, this is so cool. And obviously, we're not talking social media all that much um, during the program today, but that's because... I think that my guest has so much great information and you know we all go to at least one holiday party you know over the the holidays and you can still network and be professional and maybe even conduct a little bit of business at these holiday events and so we're learning how to do that with my great guest Andrea Nuremberg. Thank you so much Deb and you're right you know it's it's so funny because if we just go back and think about having a good time and making a connection, business will eventually come because everybody gets back to that eventually. But it's like people do business with people that they like, trust, and respect. You've mm-hmm. got to meet them first. Isn't that true? And you never right, know what right. kind of opportunities happen. So mm-hmm. it's taking that initiative. It's just being prepared and just walking up to people and being able to be open. Mm-hmm. And there's well, and and some ways to do that. Right, you know, and, and we've been talking about pointers and ways to do it in a in a professional setting, but your tips are also so great if it is just a purely social event. You know, it, there are people who you probably don't know or you haven't seen in a while, and you know, you're not pitching yourself as as your business or your service and and things like that, but it is about how to walk up and and just say, "Hey, you know, that's it's great to see you again." And get over kind of those, sometimes people have the butterflies about doing that, especially with the holidays. And so that's what I love about your tips. Yeah, and and again, I always say, you know, something that's, we've all been at a party kind of by ourselves where we didn't know what to do. You know, we we don't know anybody. It's always Mm -hmm. wonderful if somebody comes up and says, hi, I'm so-and-so. What brings you here? Or who do you know? Or you mm-hmm. tell me, you know, just introduce give that warm and friendly smile and eye contact and just sort of saying hello to people. People mm-hmm. will often say, wow, thank you so much. I've all, we've all done it. I've done it. And I always say make the point of walking up to people 
or if you see somebody who is standing alone or sitting alone, maybe involve them in your conversation. Walk up to them or go over to them with, with whoever you're standing with. Um, people, like we say, congregate at the bar area or the food area where things are being served. Just be able to walk up. And I always say that if you have a smile, a great handshake, eye contact, and just take that initiative and introduce yourself, people will respect that. It's not that you're coming across like so outgoing, if you will. I mean, some people say I'm more mm -hmm. introverted. Well, I'm an introvert too, but I always put on my extroverted hat when I go to a party. I just say I want to be present and I want to realize some people might be as shy as me, so they may mm -hmm. not come up, so I'm going to be able to be the one to do it. Right. And it's funny that you mentioned that. I was sitting here smiling because right before the break, I mentioned a challenge and that was exactly my challenge. And it, we did not discuss this in advance. So we're just showing no. that great minds think alike here. And, and that is to, you know, if you're at an event and you see someone who is off by themselves, you know, whether they're, you know, seated or just, you know, standing there, they're, you know, clearly just kind of alone. Walk up to them and, and say hi, you know, and, and make them feel welcome because, you know, we've all been the person who was the one who felt left out. Uh, you know, we, as a, you know, maybe it's a new organization or we're a guest or things like that. So, you know, take it upon yourself to go up and, and say, hi, how are you? And, and what brings you here today? You know, and, and make them yeah. feel welcome because sometimes it's just that first, hi, how are you that gets them out of their shell. And, and, you know, okay. then they can go in and talk to other people. And you help them. I mean, it, it may, and people will remember that. They'll be like, because I always do. I always remember that person who was the one that said hello to me or something like that. And mm -hmm. people, people appreciate that. Plus, you never know who you're going to meet. Right, right. Well, and, you know, as we've said, a lot of the events that you're at, there's half the people who really know each other well, and then there's the half that are the guests. And typically right. what happens is those who know each other well gravitate towards each other. You know, they're either talking about the last program they attended or if it's a work thing, they're talking about something work-related. And there are the, the spouses and the guests who are just kind of floaters. <laughs> you know? They're they're kind of hovering yeah. on the edge of the conversation. You know, they don't want to wander yeah. off by themselves or maybe they have been completely left alone. Um, so, you know, it is I'm going to challenge people to find those people and, and go up and talk to them. Because they will appreciate it, and maybe they'll say, "Oh, you know what? I don't know if you've met my my husband or my boyfriend mm -hmm. or my girlfriend or my friend or whatever." And then it turns out that those people work in the same company, but maybe mm -hmm. they didn't know each other, or they say, mm -hmm. "Oh my gosh!" Or they do know each other, but you're taking it upon yourself to be mm -hmm. and discuss this, of course, with your friend or partner before you go and say, "You know what would be? I don't want to just cling to you or something like that." What would be the mm -hmm. and you know people are usually so happy is like they want you to be an independent too. Just, mm -hmm. you know, when you're walking over to get something. So, of course, you're going to be friendly and open. And you just, it, you know, that's just a great philosophy to have anywhere you go. Mm -hmm. right. I always say take the initiative. If you wait for someone else, you wait a long time. And also something that wonderful Zig Ziglar, who passed away, I guess, about a year and a half ago, the great author mm -hmm. and speaker, would say, sincerely become interested in people when you're talking to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, people can see through us like glass. If you're not interested, be curious, be interested, be open. And just even if it's for, for three or four minutes, be open, be present, and be there. That's mm -hmm. what also develops charisma. Right. Well, and, you know, it, it, it is about helping people. You know, so maybe you've gone up yes. and talked to the person who was standing alone. 
if if you've you know made a connection with them, and sometimes it's just not going to happen, so don't try to force it. But you might be able to say, "Oh, hey, I just met so and so, and and I'd like to introduce you." You know, help them kind of you know get out of their shell, and and but you'll know right away when you start talking to them. You know, they might just want to be the person who is standing there by themselves and not making connections, and that's okay too. Exactly. You know, you made the effort. Um, you know, don't force them into to going and talking to people if they're really not wanting to do it. No, and you just said something so key because, again, really be perceptive. Really put on your perception ears and eyes and realize that, again, uh, you can tell sometimes when somebody's, you know, you know when to exit also or you know when somebody may be not wanting to talk or something like that. And it's never personal. It could have been mm-hmm. something that had happened to them prior or whatever, but just be sure to complete the conversation or the interaction and then move on gracefully. Mm-hmm. Well, and excuse me, one of the things you just mentioned was be present. And one of the tips that you give is turn off your cell phone, you know, or, or you know, and granted that doesn't always work, especially if you're at an evening event and you've got a babysitter with the kids and, you know, all those various things. But, yeah. you know, if somebody's standing there talking to you and and your phone buzzes or rings and please, you know, turn off the ringer, at least just set it to, to uh, vibrate. Don't immediately say, Oh, I have to take this. You know, you might, you, you might tell them, you know, I've got the kids with a sitter. Just let me check to see if everything's okay. That's perfectly fine. But, you know, allow them to finish their sentence before you're answering the phone and, and, you know, and put it away. Don't be the person who's sitting in the corner texting. Oh, I know. I often wonder why they came to the party if they're not going to be present and be mm-hmm. there. People notice it, and it's it's rude, but you're 100% right. If you've got something like the kids or an emergency or something like that, just say to somebody, you know, I want to apologize up front. If, if this buzzes, it's usually because our babysitter or something like that, right. or, mm-hmm. you know, I've got I've got a call coming that's important. So you're, what you're doing is you're being, you know, you're really being considerate of that person in advance. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, yeah, you know, I've got this built in, so if I'm bored with you, I'll just have the phone ring or something. Right, right. You know, so you're actually saying to somebody, and you're giving them that information right up front. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 as you and I know, I would say 99.9% of all this is common sense. It's just not always common practice. Mm-hmm. Well, and we do get caught up, especially with our phones, you know, and, and you know, that, that whole, gee, we can't let it go to voicemail or oh, what just happened on Facebook or, you know, all of those things. Yeah. It really will wait, you know, and, and if it's truly an emergency, obviously, you know, you, you have to take care of it, but, um, you know, you can let it go. You don't have to check the Facebook status page. And I know that's, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and, and I'll be honest, no, there are times where I am that after person. After the party, you can right. go to Facebook after mm-hmm. the party and then you can write, I just had a wonderful time at the party and I, you know, talked to some very interesting, wonderful people. It was great to be there. Oh, yeah, that's something to do afterwards when you leave, right. not while you're mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're obviously, right, I've seen so many yeah. people. Yeah, they, they do. And, and, you know, I am sometimes that person who is, okay, I'm bored, so I'm going to check Facebook. And then pretty soon I've, you know, done nothing except check Facebook. And then you say to yourself, why did I come here? I could have checked Facebook at home or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Right. But that's, you just said the key thing. If you're present, if you're there, people remember it and it's just, it's fantastic. I think, I think it's the easiest thing to do if we just, mm-hmm. if we focus and are present and take the initiative, be open and friendly. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's an opportunity and ask people open-ended questions. People love that. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Well, and I, I do want to get in a little social media here. And, and, you know, I thought of it as yes. we were talking about Facebook. And that's, you know, where we all are tempted to take our phones out and take pictures and do posts and all of those things. But remember why you're there. Um, you know, if you're taking a group photo or, you know, you, a picture of anybody, be sure to ask them, hey, is it okay if I post this on Facebook? Um, you know, and, and be aware of the photo also. You know, if it, it might not really be appropriate for you to be posting the picture of the people sitting around the table and there's four empty bottles of wine and, you know, they all look like they've all had those four empty bottles of wine. You know, <laughs> just, just be a little bit considerate of them. You know, how many times have we seen those pictures and thought, oh, <laughs> you know, um, oh, yeah. you're so right. And you know, you said something that's so true and so important. I mean, thank God that we have you, and you're, the, and you know so much about social media and impart it to so many people to to help us. And the key thing is like what you said about if you're going to post something, make sure you tell the person you're going to post the picture. Because mm-hmm. I have a friend who is, um, you know, she's a senior citizen, and she, I mean, she's amazing. She's on social media, by the way. She's on Facebook. She's everything. She's what? She's 96 years old. Do you believe? Oh, she's wonderful. I love it. And a big, I'm telling you, she's my mother's best friend, and she's my godmother, Mm -hmm. and I love her dearly. But she said to me, do you believe that somebody took a picture of me at one of these parties? And they put the picture on Facebook, and they didn't tell me, and I was annoyed. And Mm -hmm. I said, you know what, Trudy, you're absolutely right. And, you know, she is a big contributor and a big donor to one of the hospitals and everything. And you know what? She called the person up and said, please, I wish you would have taken, Mm -hmm. told me in advance. And, you know, it wasn't my best picture, so take that down, you know, or something like that. You know, and I appreciate when she was telling me, I thought, what a good lesson to be learned for all of us, not just Mm -hmm. to assume that somebody wants their picture on that post. Mm-hmm. Well, and we don't want a picture of us looking silly, you know, and, and, you know, how many times have we seen the photos where somebody's putting food in their mouth or you know, all those various things? Oh, you're right. And just, excuse me, just think about it. You know, would you want a photo like that of yourself posted? And if you wouldn't, then don't post it of someone else, you know, and, and maybe it's the only picture you got of the other person with them. So edit it, crop it, or, you know, just don't post it. But, or, and, and don't think, well, I'm not connected with him on Facebook, so I'm not going, you know, it, it's not going to matter because it's, you, we are all interconnected. Um, you know, and, and I think that's something that people really need to remember is, you know, maybe they might not be connected directly with that person, but they might be connected with somebody else who is. Exactly right. And that's the key. Always a reflection back. But, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely, as you know, Social media affords us so many wonderful opportunities, which is amazing. Right, right. Definitely, and I use them all. I mean, it's wonderful. Thank God for for all of those. Right. You know, and, and, and it's great to be able to use them to, to reach out to people and connect with them and, and things like that. But just remember to do it, especially around the holidays, appropriately. That's the key. I mean, you said it. Appropriate and always know that just like what our parents told us, remember your manners. Mm-hmm. Great. If we great. go back to those basic, simple rules, right? I think mm-hmm. it'll be great. And then the wonderful opportunities that can happen from this are the real benefits. And plus, you're having mm-hmm. a nice time and you're wishing everybody a happy holiday and good cheer and being thankful for what you have. Well, Andrea, we are almost at the top of the hour, and I knew this was going to be fabulous. I think we could probably go on for at least another hour or two, but since we can't, well, and you have so many great tips. 
You and and I think it's as you said, a lot of it is common sense, but sometimes we just have to hear it again to to really think, oh yeah, that's right. You know, I need to make sure that I have a good handshake, and I need to have you know done my work in advance and and things like that. But in the the minute that we've got left, you know, if you're talking to somebody who maybe they're the wallflower and they're they're going whether as a guest or to an actual event, how can you help them to really make sure that it's Maybe not an overwhelming success, but at least so that they don't feel like they wasted their time or got got overwhelmed when they go to an, a networking event. Yes, I would say to first of all, just it's all in our mind. It's a mindset too, and just to go with the with the mindset that I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to meet or really connect with at least mm-hmm. two people there. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to say hello to a couple of people, enjoy, uh, connect with the host, say thank you. And you know what? If after an hour I really want to go because I've given myself an hour to do all these things, then at least I know that I took the initiative, I was present, focused, and I just allowed myself to have a good time, then you know what? Then I would say to that person, you've done a great job. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and it is about being prepared. It's about totally being prepared. And just, again, just going with, like, what do you want to say? What do you want to say about yourself? Have your, you know, your 12-word, if you will, introduction. But be curious about the other person. Be open, be friendly. And just realize somebody there may also be shy and may be dreading going to that party, too. And wouldn't it be nice if you were that helping hand just to say hello to them? Perfect, perfect. Well, one last time, Andrea, tell people how they find you online. Find me at nirenberggroup.com. It's N-I-E-R-E-N-B-E-R-G group.com. And uh, that's the best way. And thank you so much, Deb. It's always been a pleasure talking to you. You're a delight. Thank you so well, much. Thank you, and and I definitely got several tips out of this that I'm going to be trying out over the next couple of weeks because I've got lots of holiday events to go to. So for everyone out there, you know, have we're getting ready to to head into the holiday season. Be safe. Be you know, have fun. Enjoy yourselves. And remember, it is okay to network a little bit, um, and and make it a successful networking event. I'm Deb Creer. I've had a great time talking with you, Andrea, on Mile High Radio. And to everyone else, we will talk with you next week. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm not ashamed to say. I hope it. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.